Welcome to episode 64 of Too Old for This Podcast, your safe space for grown-up talk about childish things. Tonight, we've got a lot to talk about. Disney just announced an entire new slate of new Star Wars and new Marvel projects upcoming, finally revealed their plans going forward. we got to get into that. we also got to review chapter 15 of The Mandalorian, The Believer, and what an episode it was. So, let's not waste any more time. On Nerd and Up Nerd, let's go, go, go. What up, Pip? Brother, 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 how are you? I'm good, man, I'm good. Um, how can I not be good after uh, after all these announcements we got? Uh, was it the early this week or last week? I'm drawing a uh, You know what, I feel like it was like an entire week Friday, ago. Friday, right? Yeah, um, Disney... Disney had their big investor day kind of online kind of conference. Yeah. A lot of people were comparing it to DC's fandom from last summer. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was quite on that level. I think DC's fandom wasn't like a really superb event online event, but this was a, uh, this was a very exciting kind of uh, Comic-Con kind of a uh, feeling kind of situation where you got Kathleen Kennedy up on stage and um, on the screen behind her, you know, she's announcing all of the upcoming projects. Um, not only for uh, Star Wars Lucasfilm um, IP, but also for for Marvel. Yeah. Um, Actually, they just did across the board. They did for Pixar. They did for uh, just Disney in general and um, Disney Plus. Like everything, everything across the board. Right. They, they it's had basically for. The, their Investor Day, right? Mm-hmm. Which is basically the whole point of Investor Day is so, to pump up the the stock price to say look look what we've got going on look how much money we're about to make everybody could run and buy disney stock yeah. because because look at all this hot shit we got in in the tube right yeah. so um because of that i kind of I, I come into this with a grain of salt and i'm saying you know i'm not going to be negative but uh, <laughs> um i feel like people have overreacted a bunch to this but it's you know i don't want to get in anybody's case because we've been so starved for, by star wars right like uh, since the sequel trilogy ended, like we have got pretty much radio silence about what the future of Star Wars is. Like, what's coming next? We don't know. Like, like previously they had announced a whole bunch of stuff, mm-hmm. and then a whole bunch of stuff got unannounced, and then a whole bunch of new stuff kind of got half announced or leaked in the process. Yeah. But it, there's been like silence from the official channels for so long on what the grand plan is, and and I think there was like a panic going on. Uh, well, after we could after break it down exactly when solo it happened failed. yeah solo like right. when solo yeah. uh was considered a bomb to them um it completely they they were just like oh, oh whoops right <laughs> and there was a lot of there was a lot of public discussion of yeah. like like look at what they look at what i'm sorry um kevin feige's doing with marvel you yeah. guys are the same company how come you can't get together and get your storytelling together yeah. on the kind of the way marvel is doing at least imitate them you know star wars has this deep rich lore that you can pull from kind of the way marvel has you know, you know not as not as much lore obviously you've got 50 years of marvel comics but um there's still a lot of you know Star Wars material that you can draw from and, and kind of do a, a, a kind of kind of the same thing, yeah. and uh, nobody was doing it uh, at at Disney Lucasfilm um, uh, for whatever reason. Who knows? But mm-hmm. um, in a, and I said this over and over again. I said, look, it's the first decade of Disney trying to figure out what to do with Star Wars. We should expect them to stumble and fall a bunch, and we should expect this to be like an experimental period, and for them to find their footing eventually. Mm-hmm. It looks like now maybe. 
from this announcement, they found their footing, right? Yeah. It looks like that's what they've been doing in the silence the whole time is getting this plan together that's very similar to Marvel in 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 the fact that it sounds like they're building up to like an end game type event where they're going to have multiple TV shows set in the same time period as Mandalorian. Yeah. And uh, like one main villain that kind of crosses all of them, and then eventually a big crossover event, uh, perhaps in a film, which mm. would be which would be you know brilliant, right? Yeah. Um, so uh, I mean that it, it's exciting that there's a plan. It's exciting that that we now have like an announcement of a plan, even though every time star Wars announces something, I, I cringe a little bit. I wish they wouldn't announce stuff <laughs> because they've announced so many things that, it, that, 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 that's been canceled before it comes out. Right. Yeah. Like the Ryan Johnson trilogy, they still have not come out and told us that, that there's is... going to be no Ryan Johnson trilogy. Yeah. And after this day with no mention of Ryan Johnson with, after they, they're trying to sell you their entire slate of what's, being cooked up getting ready to go mm -hmm. with no mention of ryan johnson it's a silent confirmation in my opinion yeah. that the ryan johnson trilogy is just not happening which is what a lot of us have been saying for a long time and you know i'm not for it or against it really like i'm i was i'm not excited either way about ryan johnson i don't hate him or or worship him but um the just the idea that they announced the ryan johnson trilogy and then they shut up and just haven't told us another thing about it for so long. Well, they I just think didn't they announce right. it? Didn't they announce it before um, the before last Jedi the last came Jedi out? Came right? Out. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So, uh, or or it was leaked. Whichever. I don't know. But I feel like they um, announced that. I'm pretty sure just before it came out, it, it was they had so much news. confidence in the last Jedi. Yes. Yes. And I guess uh, when the fans, well, the fandom just turned against Lucasfilm at that point. I think that's when they're like, oh, whoops. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure they announced it just before it came out. That it, Yeah, it was big news before The Last mm -hmm. Jedi came out that Ryan Johnson was signed for his own trilogy. And it felt like he was part of the promotion for The Last Jedi. Like, like this movie is so awesome. Audiences haven't even seen it yet, but we know it's so great that we've already signed Ryan Johnson to make three more Star Wars movies. Yeah. Because kind of backfired. I think kinda everyone kind of thought that that last scene with the uh, with the kid with the broom was going to be right. the trilogy, basically, right? Right. That it was, was going to be the, the teaser, the teaser for what Ryan Johnson was doing next, yeah. or even what was going to happen in Rise of Skywalker, since we were in the middle of a trilogy at that point. But right. I mean, that didn't turn out to be true. No. Um, uh, okay. Look, we should get into some of what they announced here because yeah. um, uh, there's a lot and. Um, First of all, uh, look, here, here's my Jer moment, okay? I'm going to say I've been annoyed. I've been annoyed <laughs> by um, this, the online Star Wars community jumping up and down about 10 new Star Wars proje projects. Mm -hmm. 10 new Star Wars projects. Oh, my God. How could people say Star Wars was dead? Look, there's 10 new Star Wars projects. Well, let's calm down a little bit. Because a bunch of these 10 new Star Wars projects were previously announced projects that we already knew about. So they don't fit into the category of 10 new Star Wars projects. They fit into the category of rumored projects that are now confirmed. Or previously announced projects that have been confirmed that they're not cancelled. Because that's what we expect with everything. <laughs> like a lot of people, a lot of people were saying there was going to be no Cassian Andor series, right? Yeah. A lot of people were saying, "Oh, Andor's been canceled. There's, that's not coming out anymore." Wrong. We have confirmation that Andor is in pre-production. Nothing's been filmed yet, but um, no, they started filming. I, they didn't show us anything that's been. No, filmed. no, they didn't it's show us anything. But it's been. No. It's they started filming right. already. Right. But but the the the, the teaser kind of trailer that, that they showed at the event, mm -hmm. it had footage from Rogue One in it, yeah. and then it had um, it showed you some sets and some costumes they were building, mm -hmm. and and it showed you some um, some artwork, some uh, you know uh, some design artwork for the show. Uh, so it some scenes of Cassian Endor in action, what the show's going to look like, yeah. um, and it looks cool. It looks great. I'm excited for it. Of all of the Disney Plus shows that are planned. I am most excited for Andor. Uh, I'm a Rogue One fan, and I'm a, I'm a fan of all the characters that were created in Rogue One that we never got to see again. Yeah. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that show and what's going to happen on there. Um, you know, but, but, but again, this is not a new show. This is something that was announced a long time ago, like probably two years ago at least. 
and now we have confirmation. Yes, we're still getting it. So, mm-hmm. okay, now we're down to nine out of ten. Okay, so it's not ten; it's nine now. Okay, then we get Obi Wan Kenobi, another show that we've known for like two years is coming out. But um, you know, it's great to have confirmation. It's great to have a little more detail. It's great to know that. Um, uh, well, I'm sorry, I'm blanking on Anakin Skywalker's name. Uh, Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen, Hayden Christensen <laughs> is is in fact going to come back. Um, and let's pause here. Let's talk about this for a second, okay? Hayden Christensen is coming back for the Obi-Wan Kenobi show, right? But look what else we've got announced here. We've got an Ahsoka Tano show. Uh, and we've got other stuff in the time period where uh, you could bring Anakin back for flashbacks or as a Force ghost mm-hmm. or as Darth Vader in the suit. I think you're going to see Hayden Christensen back for a lot more than just Kenobi. I think I think you, Obi-Wan Kenobi is going to be the tip of the spear to using him again. But I think anywhere that they're going to use Clone Wars, they're going to keep Hayden Christensen in their back pocket right. for for a flashback or, or whatever. And I also think what they haven't announced yet uh, about this Obi-Wan Kenobi show, because they have said flashbacks are going to be part of what he's filming... Natalie Portman is definitely going to be in there too, right? Yeah. Like, they'd be crazy if they didn't bring back her too if they're doing flashbacks. Am I wrong? Well, uh, depending on how far, how far back we're going to flashback, though, that's the thing, right? But yeah, yeah no, I, I, I totally agree with what you're saying, yeah. Anyway, I'm excited for Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor getting to work together again. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it sounds like we're going to get uh, like there was more conversation about about what's going to happen with him, and mm-hmm. long long story short, they're hinting at uh, a battle between Obi Wan and Darth Vader, yeah. where Hayden Christensen is playing Darth Vader, and perhaps his mask gets damaged, uh, so you see his face and you hear his voice, um, that kind of thing, and it would kind of fit with canon because all we know from A New Hope is. Obi-Wan Kenobi says about Darth Vader, he's more machine than man now. And how would Obi-Wan know that? Because he hasn't seen Anakin at the end of Revenge of the Sith. He he doesn't know that he's been turned into Darth Vader. So we can assume that at some point, Obi-Wan, you know, catches a glimpse of Darth Vader or at least gets information about Darth Vader somehow. Mm -hmm. And I think you could stretch it and say they have some kind of actual fight. You know, they, they run into each other and they fight at some point. Before a new hope, I think that will totally work, and I think, I think that's probably going to be the climax of the Obi Wan Kenobi show. Right. Honestly, that's yeah. a big JR, that's a big JR prediction, but um, I mean, uh, well, I mean, the that's fight's all I pretty to... much been confirmed. Right. Okay. So but that's what I want to say yeah. about that anyway. But that show. But um, back to my original uh, plot here. Mm-hmm. That's now that's now eight out of ten new announcements, not ten new announcements. Uh, so what else did we get? Uh, we got confirmation of well, Mandalorian season three is in production. Obviously, we got confirmation of the rumored Ahsoka spinoff, yeah. which wasn't officially announced before, but was heavily rumored. Like uh, I'm sure it was leaked. We knew there was going to be a Ahsoka spinoff. That we were talking about it. Everybody was talking about it. Um, so I don't want to add that to the ten either. I, I think we're down to seven, honestly. Uh, the Ahsoka show we know is going to be in the same time period as Mandalorian. So I mean, exactly like we thought, like that episode of the Mandalorian was kind of an episode of the Ahsoka show. It was kind of episode one of the Ahsoka show. It didn't feel like a Mandalorian episode so much. It started with Ahsoka, and she was kind of more the hero. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> sorry, apologize. But anyway. Um, you know, I'm on board for that. I, you know what, my, in in the whole debate about whether we put Dave Filoni in charge of Star Wars or not, I'm totally fine with putting Dave Filoni in charge of the Ahsoka show. You know, like let let him be in charge of that. Let that's fine. I'm happy with that, and I'll watch it and I'll enjoy it. And I won't even if there's Force Wolves on it, I won't even freak out. But it's just if if Dave Filoni's in charge of all of Star Wars, then I have a problem. But that's not the case at this point, from what I'm seeing. So I don't have a problem. Anyway, uh, what else did they announce, Kev? Rangers they announced of the New Republic. Uh, 
Rage of the New Republic, which is another live action show. Which so is these, supposed to these, be in these the are, same time period as uh, the right, Mandalorian, apparently. Right. So these are the three shows. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's it's Mandalorian, it's Ahsoka, it's Rangers of the New Republic, all in the same time period. And these are the three shows where you're going to have crossover interaction of characters, and you're going to have one main villain, a la Thanos, who is going to be Grand Admiral Thrawn. And these are the three shows that are going to build up to the big crossover event, the end game style crossover event, which will, in my opinion, likely be a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, uh so, uh, you know, I'm cool. I'm happy they have a plan. I'm happy that they're doing something and that they're basing it on the Marvel model. It's exactly what they should be doing. Exactly what I've been saying for years. Um, looks like that's what they're doing, which is good. Knock, knock, wood, knock wood. All of this isn't going to get reversed at some point, too. Yeah. Um, so Rangers of the New Republic. I mean, that just kind of sounds like some people have been saying maybe this is the Cara Dune spinoff because she's a marshal of the New Republic. I don't know uh, what I don't know, but. Marshals and Rangers also, are slightly slightly different. Also, uh, um, uh, what's his face? Kim Convenience guy. Um, uh, right. What's his name uh, on the show again? Oh my god. Uh, I don't know. I, <laughs> not Trapper yeah. Wolf. That's uh, Dave. Flores. Not Trapper Wolf, but the other guy, the guy yeah. from Kim's. But yeah, another rumor is that he he could be heavily into this, um, involved in this show as well. Which would be, right. yeah, which would be like a dream come true for this guy for sure. You would expect <laughs> he and and maybe Trapper Wolf too. Yeah. Uh, and your, this your feels favorite. like maybe, maybe it'll be another Dave Filoni show. Um, maybe these three shows are the Dave Filoni verse, mm-hmm. and maybe the film that that culminates from these three shows crossing over will be Dave Filoni's first film. Maybe mm-hmm. that's the secret plan behind the scene at at Disney. Um, I don't know. I'm speculating here, but um, yeah. Yeah. what else did we get announced? Um, uh, Lando the, show. The, uh, no confirmation Land- on uh, on uh, Donald Glover yet. His name wasn't mentioned. Uh, really, Donald Donald wasn't mentioned. No, uh, he wasn't I, I mentioned. Think, but I think, I think, I think he given. would definitely come back. Yeah. and I've said before because because this Lando show is again another thing that we've already had uh, rumored and leaked mm-hmm. ever since Rise of Skywalker. We were talking about the Lando show. Solo. Uh, we were reviewing solo. Rise of Skywalker, but but uh, we talked about how that end scene in the Rise of Skywalker was supposed to like lead uh, lead to a Lando show. Yeah, true. Um, but when, when when we talked about that, I said the Lando show should not have a defined time period. It should cover his whole life. Mm-hmm. We should have Corey Glover uh, playing Glover. young Lando, Donald Glover, Donald Glover, Corey. Who's Corey Glover is the lead singer. The of, guy uh, from Living Color. In the color. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Great band. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, and we should have uh, we should have you know uh, modern. Uh, present day Lando Mm -hmm. and, and, and it should go back and forth, right? It should jump back and forth between timelines like that. Um, that'd be awesome if he was like narrating it, that, that could be a great show. It really could. And, uh, I'm looking forward to that. But again, this is something we've heard about before. This Mm -hmm. is a confirmation, not an announcement. So now I think we're down to like six out of 10 on this list. And another one that you got to take off is the bad batch. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the new animated series that's a sequel to the Clone Wars series, uh, which is about uh, a, a group of clone troopers who resist their programming and they're like, you know, rebellious clone troopers. And they were, um, no, they were uh, they're kind of like they all they're all kind of mutated in their own kind of own way. Uh, right. Hence why they're a bad batch. Right. Right. Um, great news for tomorrow. Morrison, if this ever goes to live action. Yeah. Because he's got to play every character, yeah. but um, I don't see that happening though. <laughs> uh, you know, this is something that I'm not interested in at all. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I will skip much. the bad batch. I'm sure they will tie all of this together into canon, though. Like, I'm sure mm-hmm. there there will be something in the bad batch that connects directly to everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you know, you should one, be catching it. If you're a fan. Another one, which was uh, a bit of a surprise, is a, a show called The Acolyte, which uh, apparently right. is going to be a revolved around the Sith. Which uh, sounds pretty fucking cool. So, I'm on right. I I don't know anything about that one. Is that supposed to be live action or animated? Uh, I believe they said live action. Uh, I don't think I don't think it's supposed to be a cartoon. No. I'm pretty sure. Uh I'm pretty sure that's supposed to be a live action one. Well, I'll be. Don't quote me on that. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be live action. Well, either way, I'll be interested to to see this, and I I hope that is the plan. I hope they are going to do a show from a Sith point of view. Mm -hmm. Um. 
you can do a darker show. You can do an edgier show. You can do maybe a more adult show. But yeah. I have a feeling it's going to be animation. It's going to be like a kid show. But whatever. We'll see. I we'll see what so, happens man. there. Um, there's this show called uh, Droid Story. Visions. Oh, no. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Visions, Visions is a there's different two, one. Two different things. Yeah. yeah. A Droid Story was the one with uh, R2-D2 introducing a new, a new protocol droid, whatever. Right. And... Um, yeah, so there's there's like a handful of animated shows here, and uh, the th- I, there's three confirmed live shows and one maybe here, mm-hmm. um, and oh four confirmed because the Andor's one too, but that's in a different time period. So we'll see if the Andor show ties into all this or if it gets like if it dies off. Like I understand why people thought it wasn't going to happen because. It seems like Star Wars' whole plan is in this Mandalorian time period now, this Dave Filoni universe kind of that's happening. But um, I don't know about Andor. Where does that fit in there? Uh, I, I think it could be the best out of all of it, but if it's not connected, then the greater fan community might be against it. Mm-hmm. So um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Yeah. Anyway, um, but uh, other stuff that was mentioned, uh, the, there's a Willow uh, reboot. We've, we've, or, you skipped or, over one important one, and that's the uh, Patty Jenkins film, uh, Rogue Squadron. Oh, the movie. That's yeah. right. So 2023, December 2023, uh, we are getting our next Star Wars cinematic release. Um, and it is the Rogue Squadron movie directed by Patty Jenkins. Mm-hmm. And that's awesome news. Um, Patty Jenkins is, is one of the best, uh, like big popcorn film movie directors out there right now. She's doing such an amazing job with Wonder Woman. Like, early reviews for Wonder Woman 1984 and stuff that I've seen that's come out. Like, they... Did you see the... Did you see the first scene of Wonder Woman 1984 that they released? Yes, I did. Looks crazy good. Mm -hmm. Um, And and that's just... And people are saying that this whole Wonder Woman 1984 movie is, like, ten times what the first movie was in in terms of action, in terms of fast pace, in terms of fun, which makes me feel like it's going to be more like Aquaman. Like, remember the Aquaman movie? Mm-hmm. How after we saw that movie, it was like, oh my God, that movie was so much. It felt like it was like, there was like 10 movies worth of like visual stuff in it. Right. Um, and like Wonder Woman, previous to that, which was also a great movie, didn't like feel like that. It felt like a much smaller movie than the Aquaman movie. Yeah. So from what, I'm, from what I'm getting from early reviews of the Wonder Woman 1984, is that it's much more like Aquaman. Like it's a huge huge fast paced movie like that. Um, so I'm excited for that. And I think that Patty Jenkins is the, is a fantastic choice to make a star Wars film and rogue squadron mm-hmm. is, has been a, a popular storyline among fans for a long time. There was a series of books. There was a series of comics. Um, and apparently some of that is going to be pulled for this, for this script. And, uh, Patty Jenkins dropped this cheat, this teaser trailer, which was just her talking, um, about how she's always dreamed of doing a fighter pilot movie, uh, the best fighter pilot movie ever made, and um, and and this Rogue Squadron script is the first great opportunity she's ever had to do that, and she and that's why she's excited to make it. I'm excited for Rogue Squadron. Um, I'm mostly just excited that we have like a concrete announcement, like. This is our next movie. Mm-hmm. This is when it's coming out finally, right? Because of all of the all the mystery about the Ryan Johnson trilogy, mm-hmm. all the mystery about the, the the remember the Dan and Dave, remember the, the Game of Thrones guys were yep. supposed to be making a trilogy. Yep. Um, you know, Taika Waititi supposedly is still. They did announce on, but, that too. Yeah, the Taika Waititi. Okay. Uh, yeah, um, they talked about that. Uh, no, no title, no, no time frame right, or anything right. like that, right? But so they, that's so that's still in, that's still in production. I yeah. we can assume mm-hmm. or or pre-production or whatever. Yeah. Uh, still planned at least. Um, but uh, you know, I, it's great to just have a plan anyway for a film, and um, I'm gonna be excited to see what Patty Jenkins is gonna do it, with Star Wars mm-hmm. and and with with X-wing uh, dogfights. Um, well, apparently, uh, she grew up uh, with her father being a uh, pilot and all this he was, stuff. He was and, a fighter pilot. Yeah, yeah and he yeah. died in 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 some. Uh, I can't remember if it was a war or, or a fight, but he actually lost his life due to being a, a fighter uh, pilot. Yeah. So uh, this is like a, a love letter to his fa- to her father, which is uh, I think is pretty awesome too. So yeah, yeah I'm definitely on board. Um, it, it seems pretty promising. 
and a great little teaser trailer that we got for it as well. Yep. So, um, and so yeah, so I'm excited about that for sure. Um, mm-hmm. They also mentioned uh, the next Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. Um, I I I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. After uh, the Crystal Skull, I don't care very much either. Yeah. Um, yeah we'll, I, we'll see what happens. And even even after watching Harrison Ford in The Force Awakens, um, you know, uh, if, if you're the main action hero, Harrison Ford, I'm sorry, I'm not interested. You know, mm-hmm. um, uh, honestly, I wish they'd bring Shia LaBeouf back at this point. Shia LaBeouf has has turned into such an interesting person off screen yeah. um, that I think if you write a good a good script for him and bring him back as the star, mm-hmm. you actually compel me to be interested in this. But that's not going to happen. We'll see what they do. We'll see if I care. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's this Children of Blood and Bone thing, which I don't know what that is at all. Um, Apparently, it's a based off of a book or whatever. But um, yeah, it has it, like I said, it has nothing to do with the Star Wars universe. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also looking forward to whatever they're going to do with Willow. Yeah. I I I. Uh, I just want to say it's got to have Val Kilmer. Yeah. It's got to. It's got to have Val Kilmer. Yeah. Got to make him an old crazy king. Make him like you know insane. Whatever you don't have to make him the hero, obviously, because you know he ain't looking so good these days. Yeah. But you got to You got to have him in it. Please, please, please have Val Kilmer mm-hmm. in the Willow sequel. Yeah, I agree. Um. On so 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 that. That's the big, the big Star Wars ten slate. Uh, mm-hmm. Make of it what what you will. Uh, for Marvel, yeah, um, you know what? There's a there's not really anything new here. Um, all stuff that we knew about before, I think. Uh, pretty much, uh, except for um, well, one we got the confirmation that Black Widow is not going to premiere on Disney Plus. It's going to be in the theaters. Right. Right. Um, the Miss Marvel thing, I, I did kind of hear a little bit about that before, but yeah, we really. got confirmation of Ms. Marvel. That's yeah. true. That's that's a newly confirmed show that they're making. And also, the um, She-Hulk uh, was was uh, casted, and we found out that the um, uh, what's his name? Um, oh my God, why am I drawing a blank on his name? I can see his face. Anyways, he's reprising his role as uh, the Abomination. Right, um, right, right. Tim Tim Roth. Tim Roth. Thank you. I could see, yes. I could see it. I just couldn't remember. Yes. So we are going to be dipping into mm-hmm. existing Hulk canon yeah. from the films, yeah. which is which is really cool mm-hmm. because those those existing Hulk movies have kind of been, except for Thunderbolt Ross, he carried on from the Hulk movie. Um, but uh, it, it'd be nice to get some more of that mm-hmm. for sure. Um, yeah, we got a trailer so, yeah. for Falcon and Winter Soldier. We got right. another we got trailer for Wonder Another trailer for WandaVision. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm so Loki. sick of I'm so sick of both of those shows being teased. Like the Loki trailer, I was kind of stoked for that. It looks fun. Mm-hmm. Um, the what uh, if kind of uh, took me by surprise. Uh, what was, if looks cool. Yeah. I think the animation style for what if looks cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm interested in that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that one caught me by surprise just because I kind of thought they were going to retell like the old comic books, but they're actually going to do what if to the uh, Marvel uh, MCU already. So I think that's kind of cool. Right. So what if uh, what if um, uh, Chichella was uh, was uh, Captain America and stuff like that, which I, I don't know. I think it looks pretty cool. So. Right, which Chadwick mm-hmm. Boseman actually mm-hmm. recorded before he passed. So yeah. we're, we're going to be getting more Chadwick Boseman as Ch- T'Challa, yeah. um, which is pretty fantastic. Uh, rest in peace, Chadwick. Yes. Uh, we also got confirmation that Christian Bale is indeed cast uh, as the God Killer character in Thor 4. Yep. He's the villain, the villain in the next Thor movie. So that's cool. Christian Bale is great. Mm-hmm. Um but um, you know what, Marvel. I'm, you know, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm, I'm down on Marvel for sure. Um, this Falcon and Winter Soldier show, it it just looks like all of the parts from the Avengers movie that I get bored and want to go to the bathroom during. <laughs> uh, you know, it's like when you cut to, oh, what's Falcon and Winter Soldier up to? I'm like, okay. Can we just get past this, please? Um, or Hawkeye. Like, the same thing with the Hawkeye show. I'm like, mm-hmm. why do we have shows about all the parts of the Avengers that I <clears throat> that I roll, I roll my eyes at? But yeah. um, whatever. That's fine. Um, I am looking forward to finally seeing WandaVision. Uh, 
because I'm hoping that uh, we're going to have some heavy Mephisto action, which is going to lead us into the X-Men era of, of MCU, which mm-hmm. is what I'm really what thirsting, mm-hmm. thirsting for. No, I was going to say they also announced the Fantastic Four uh, a reboot again. <laughs> right. All right. So um, we'll see where that goes. There was a few other things that, uh, I, that we kind of skipped over. Moon Knight. Uh, Secret like, Invasion. Moon Knight. Yeah. Uh, Secret Invasion, uh, which is supposed to be, um, uh, what's his face, Samuel Jackson and um, Ben Mandelson uh, reprising their roles as uh, um, Agent, uh, fuck, what's his name again? Uh, fucking Samuel Jackson, what's his name again? Uh, Nick, Nick, Samuel Nick Fury. Samuel Jackson, Nick Fury. Thank you, fuck, I can't remember. And, uh, and of course, the... I thought you were trying to think of Ben Mendelsohn's name, which no, I no, don't remember. Fuck, I, yeah, his name I don't remember in the, in the in, uh, Captain Marvel. Iron Heat? Or Iron Heart, sorry, which is I guess like a new Iron Man. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Iron Heart is the female uh, successor to Iron yeah. Man okay. in the comics. And um, Armor Wars with uh, Don Cheadle. That's a lot of Iron Man spinoffs. It man. is, and and I didn't even <laughs> get to the greatest announcement of the of that whole thing, which is. The Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which they're apparently filming during uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, is it? Is it it's not. It's not going to be Lego, is it? No, I think they're actually like, going to like the well, Star Wars Hollywood special. Lego. <laughs> no, but did you see that little um, that little video that they did with uh, what's his face, um, fucking Baywatch guy? Um, oh my God, why I can't remember his name now? Uh, Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff. Um, yeah, remember they did that video with him and it was like all like fucking seventies and shit. So I'm assuming they're gonna go that route with the uh with the holiday special, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're probably cool. it's probably gonna be more in vain of the uh uh the original uh holiday special. I hope special. it's in live action. <laughs> yeah, it's no, it's live action. action. They're filming it during uh during filming Good. uh Guardians of Three, so and Good. and I am Groot okay. cartoon apparently too. So Cool. Um, and uh, confirmation of, um, sorry, uh, Black Panther two will not have T'Challa right. recast. Yes, um, which is which is good. I like what I've said from the very from the time Chadwick Boseman passed. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the whole Black Panther storyline is constantly like, who's the next Black Panther? It's yeah. like it's constantly like. Who's going to take over the mantle next? So, I mean, it's sad that we only got one movie with Chadwick as Black Panther. But mm-hmm. it makes sense in Black Panther that you pass it on yeah. to another popular character. Um, At least we so got him as, as Black Panther a couple times anyways. Yeah, so. yeah. Thank thank goodness, too. Yeah. He was so he was so great. Rest in peace. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I, I don't know if there's anything else major from the Marvel announcements. Yeah, and I think, um, I think we pretty much covered it all. I'm looking forward to Marvel getting back, uh, just coming back. You know, it's been gone. Yes. <laughs> um, like most things have been gone. But, oh, um, Sister Act 3. We forgot to talk about that. <laughs> uh, no, no, I did Back in the <laughs> habit. Again, again. <laughs> oh, gosh. That should be great. Sister Act 3. Anyways. Um, Start. Nicki Minaj. Where I'm at is um, Car- Cardi B <laughs> and look, Meg The Stallion. <laughs> Special um, guest star Beyonce. <laughs> if Beyonce's on Sister Act three, it'll be huge. Ah uh, shit! <laughs> special special guest star Tyler Perry <laughs> as Medea in. Sister Act 3. Executive produced by Ice Cube. <laughs> Alright, I've gone a long enough. Executive, executive produced by Oprah. <laughs> uh, shit. Written, Special appearance. Written by Jordan Peele. <laughs> Starring Snoop Dogg. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and Martha Stewart. Martha. Look, um, featuring Martha Stewart as Mammy. Mar- Martha- Snoop Dogg doesn't do anything without Martha Stewart anymore. That's yeah, what. true that. Uh, uh, so I think we're good for this, Mar- this Disney announcement. We got to get to Mando <laughs> chapter 15. 
Um, we do. <laughs> but um, look, uh, okay, maybe I'm not going to cancel Disney Plus, but the future that I was hoping for is not going to happen. Like, yeah. even though we we got three Star Wars shows announced, I bet you we get them one at a time, yeah. and we get them with at least a two or three month break in between. So are you and, pissed that they're going to charge an extra three bucks a month because they're adding Hulu and I believe stars to it? No, I didn't even hear that. Ah, shit. Sorry to break the bad news for you. Well, if there's good, if there's, <laughs> if there's, if there's, if there's good content on Hulu and stars, I won't be pissed. But, alien, man. Uh, alien TV show, <laughs> which I, you already told me you're not interested in. But I, I, oh. I'm totally on board for an alien TV show. I mean, I'll check it out. Yeah. I'll check it out. Yeah. Whatever. Raised it's, by Wolves is so great, though. And, and I don't gonna think any, anything's going to touch it. Yeah, it is going to be exited. Um, uh, ugh, I can't fucking speak. Produced by um, Ridley Scott. So he well, is yeah, going to have his hand in it. So. They're letting just Ridley Scott just do whatever he wants with Alien. Mm-hmm. The fa- the fans want Sigourney Weaver to come back. Ridley Scott is not interested. Sigourney Weaver has a whole fan movement with a with a script written for an Alien sequel starring her, obviously. Mm. And the fans want it made. And Ridley Scott, who's in charge of Aliens, is not interested. And it's a whole conflict going on behind the scenes that... Um, I think it's weird. And uh <laughs> money talks, so uh, who knows? Who knows what will happen? Yeah, we'll so. see. We'll see. No, I will <laughs> definitely check out the the Alien series and um and I'm not going to cancel Disney Plus, but I want everybody to calm down because things aren't going to change that much. We're we're still only going to have one Star Wars show at a time. Maybe we'll have one one live action show and one animated show mm. at a time, but we're but we're not going to get more than a couple of shows a year. I'm fine and with that. And the, like my hope, I don't want to be that, over consumed by Star Wars either, right? So no, but but we were promised so much, yeah. and I and I'm and cool. I I'm cool my hope that. my hope is just that we'll get the Marvel shows at the same time as the Star Wars shows because if we get them staggered, like oh, if they there's only be one, that's too much if, to if consume, man. No, no, Kevin, no, no, it's too much to consume. No. I don't, no. I don't want to fucking watch fucking Mandalorian one week. And then have to watch fucking Hawkeye. I want to watch WandaVision and Mandalorian on the same week. I want WandaVision on Thursday, Mandalorian on Friday. WandaVision on Tuesday, Mandalorian on Friday. Yes. That's the the level of content I've been expecting from Disney Plus this entire time. That's what I think they promised us. I, I... And I don't think it's crazy to to ask for that. I, I don't know. Um... Because, especially going into 2021, we mm-hmm. know that cinemas are not coming back strong yeah. anytime soon, right? And w- w- you have HBO Max announcing they're releasing all their films simultaneously on HBO Max because the cinemas are pretty much dead yeah. and they're going to be for a long time. Yeah. So the idea that we're only going to have one show to watch on Disney, like one new show mm-hmm. to watch on Disney Plus at any given time, that's no good to me, no. But um, okay. uh, we'll see. We'll see. <clears throat> All right. Anyway, shall we move on to Chapter 15 of The Mandalorian? I think we should. The Believer. The Believer. Shall I set this up? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did you know that The Mandalorian has a new theme song? Oh, yeah. I, I did hear. No, no, no. Hear, it's I not actually hear. a new theme song. This was leaked. This was actually the original theme song for Mandalorian. All right. Are we gonna... That um that got tossed and they it's, they don't use it, but I think it's actually I think it might actually be better than the real Mandalorian theme song. I, I would agree. It's, it's it sticks in your head. Yes. It's like an earworm, right? Yes, yes. It like gets in there and you just can't. Once you hear this, you can't unhear it. I think it's fantastic, Kevin. If you've got that, yeah. I think we should play it for the people. All this right. is the lost Mandalorian theme song, and you're hearing it here first. To remember that on the too it's, old it's for this, drop it. Podcast. We are dropping this like it's hot. Whoa. 
That is dope. Right? How dope is that? That's like that is dope. That's like next level dope. The man loves. I don't know who was singing there, but uh, a couple of guys with some fantastic voices. Voices, the voices of the gods. The law, the lost theme song. I, I love it. I love it. That's gonna be, that's gonna be my jam from now on. (laughs) What a great, great tune that is. (laughs) I agree. But let's jump in here, Kev, because yep. um, episode uh, chapter fifteen of The Mandalorian was a huge, exciting episode. Again, mm-hmm. another massive, game-changing situation yeah. occurring this week on The Mandalorian. Um, when we find our heroes, mm-hmm. where does the episode start? We're a bore slave with, one, right? Uh, basically, no. It starts with um, right to the um, the prison. With uh, Bill Burr's character working on right, a, right, um, right, a uh, Tie Fighter, which uh, again I was actually a little surprised because the I chop thought, fields. I totally thought this was going to be like one of those episodes where they're plotting how to get him out of prison, <laughs> but nope. Right, we get Bill Burr right off the top of the bat, like right out, right out the gate. Right, <laughs> so I thought that was great. So I'm, I'm I was glad to see that. Um, so yeah, so we get, um, we get him working in thing. Cara Dune comes in and, uh, and this robot's basically like, uh, uh, whatever prisoner one, two, three, three, whatever your name is, go with Cara Dune. Um, and he's like, what's up? <laughs> it was, it was so awesome. This, this chop field mm-hmm. that he was, that he was sentenced to, uh, first of all, it's just like, I don't know if it's the same planet or not, but it's just like the opening of the, um, the, uh, that video game, uh, fallen order. Oh, That's yeah, where, yeah. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. Cal, where Cal worked. It was mm-hmm. like exactly the same thing. Um, and, and you see them there, they've got all these old Imperial ships, TIE mm-hmm. fighters and stuff, yeah. and they're cutting them up for scrap basically. Yeah. And it's a giant, it's a giant spaceship junkyard that he's working in. And this droid, this prison guard droid, we have seen before yeah. in Solo. It, it's the, Did we see him in Solo? Because we saw him in... Uh, no, not Solo. Sorry, Rogue One. No, not even Rogue One. No, we saw this droid in uh, in, La- in Bill Burr's last uh, episode. Um, this robot was also on the, on the uh, on that ship. Those no, guard droids. On yeah, the those ship. guard droids, whatever, right? That's same, he was one same, of those droids? Yeah, same thing. Okay. I, I thought he was... Oh no, I'm thinking of something else from I'm thinking of K2SO4 oh, no, when, K- when, K- yeah, I'm sure when, they use the same freeze. Yeah, I'm sure they use when, the same technology, but um anyway, uh, Remember, this is cool. a this is a rebel droid. This isn't an imperial droid. Right. It's a new republic droid. Yeah, sorry, new republic droid. Sorry. Um his <clears> face <throat> just looks he looks like he's the one, like the kind of droid from one of the video games, but mm-hmm. maybe it's just because I remember him from that episode last season. Mm-hmm. And this episode was directed by the same director who directed the Bill Burr episode from mm-hmm. season one, What's whose name, name I don't uh, have in Rick, front of me right Rick now. Fumai, Fumiawa. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I'm totally butchering him. I'm sorry. Famuwa. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's. I think he's African. He's yeah. got a he's got a very African sounding yes. name that I don't. I can't pronounce either. Yes. Um, Anyway, great director though. His 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 episode of season one was maybe my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually miss the other characters from that episode. Mm-hmm. I wish maybe, maybe they'd brought one other character back with Bill Burr, like the Twee, maybe, or or the big dude. Um, but uh, um, I think the problem still, with that, though, um, in my opinion, is that those characters were assholes. Where they're trying to make Bill Burr kind of like. By the end Bilber of this episode, was an asshole too. No, in, in that episode, he wasn't that episode. But in this yeah. episode, he's not. That's what I'm saying. Like in this episode, right. I think uh, I think if you brought in the other ep- the uh, the other characters, he would have been an asshole and maybe turned them over to the imperial or the uh, yeah the sure. uh, the empire. So I don't know. That's that's my two cents on that. Sure, but um, there was a great line in this where uh, where it was kind of like a throwback to RoboCop, where he's like, "You have three seconds to comply." <laughs> did you catch yeah. that? Uh, yes, yes, I did. Okay. Uh, I didn't. I didn't connect it to RoboCop, but now um, I see that you're yeah. right. No, I totally um, thought of RoboCop when he said, "You have three seconds to comply." <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, that was cool. Um, mm-hmm. and Bill Burr is a great, funny actor. Yeah. Um, 
uh, some fans are still mad at him because he used to make fun of Star Wars fans in his in his stand up comedy. Uh, honestly, there's a lot of problems with his with his stand up comedy. If you look at it closely, he's uh, been a very politically incorrect guy for his career. That's kind of what he's known for. Yeah, um, but um, I think he's great on the show. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, I think he's he's a good actor. We saw that in the the King of Staten Island, that great movie that he made. Mm-hmm. Uh, that came out at the beginning of the pandemic on on Netflix, yeah. um, with uh, the the guy from Saturday Night Live, Pete Davidson. Name, with Pete Davidson, my favorite guy on Saturday Night Live. Um, it wasn't on Netflix, break, was we, it? No, uh, it was a it was a VOD, wasn't it? It was on Netflix. Oh, uh, okay, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, but if you have but if you haven't seen King of Staten Island, please go check it out. It's mm. an awesome it's an awesome Judd Apatow uh, uh, project. Um, super funny and super heartwarming at the same time. Yeah. Um, but my point here was was that Bill Burr is just a just a great actor. He's just a great everyman, and that that was the point of his character. He was mm-hmm. showing you that a former imperial is not that different than a former rebel. Um, you know, we're all people, and we're all like uh, victims of you know oppression from the power structures above us. Um, and uh, yeah, so they they bring him in to help. They need his help because they they need to locate. Uh, Moff Gideon, and he's a former M- Imperial, so I guess logically, the logic here is he can get information from the Empire somehow. Yeah, he and knows, I, and he yes, knows his way around, basically. Turns out, turns out he does, and yeah, if you just get me to an Imperial computer terminal, I can just look up where Moff Gideon is. Um, I, I have a, I have, I have some problems with the writing of this episode, Kev. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Okay. Uh, uh, I think this plot was kind of weird and flimsy. I felt like like they were just trying so hard to put these characters together that they kind of just. I, I felt. I mean, this is written by Favreau. Uh, this whole season not, is written by it's Favreau. Written by, it's written by the director. Are you serious? Yeah, he got credited for it. Okay, because then I the reviews that I have been reading were incorrect. I read mm-hmm. that it was written by Favreau. Yeah. Um, okay, if it's not written by Favreau, then I then I forgive it a little bit more. Um, I just felt like there were some writing choices here that were just rushed and unearned. Mm-hmm. And um, like, uh, okay, so the mission the the mission is we need Bill Burr to get access to an Imperial terminal to find out where Moff Gideon is. Um, so uh, Bill Burr is like, yeah, I know where I know where an Imperial base is, a secret one, and if you take me there and you you can get me to the terminal, I can find out where Moff Gideon is for you. Yeah. Okay, um, we're not going to let you go after. Okay, whatever. He's afraid for his life. Bill Burr is afraid of the Mandalorian, and they make a big deal of that. It's mm. it's it's fun. Um, but we're going to fly through the plot here because we don't have a lot of time. But. Uh, so we're not going to go detail by detail like we usually do. But basically what happens is they go to the Imperial planet or they plant it with the Imperial secret base on it. And it's a mining operation. They're yeah. getting this explo- this very explosive material, rubidium, I think it's called. Uh, which yeah, is- it's uh, ro- rhodonium. Rhodonium? Rhodonium. Yeah. Rhodonium, right. Okay. Um, and so the plot here is um, there are shipments of rhodonium being, being carried uh, by ground vehicle, actually – Trucks with wheels, mm-hmm. which are long, so they're kind of like road trains. Um, and they're and they're transporting ro- rhodonium, rhodonium, <laughs> uh, to this base. But they're getting attacked by pirates. It's a very dangerous planet full of pirates, and these pirates have tons of thermal detonators. Like thermal detonators are like a dime a dozen on this planet for yeah. some reason because the like. This kind of bugged me because well, they're probably back- made on that planet. If you think about is, it, right? Because they're explosive, yeah. right? And rhodonium is mined on this planet. You know what, Kevin? You're a smart guy. You just right. wrote this for me. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I try. Well, you know, like I would assume that rhodonium would be in a thermal detonator, right? Since it's highly explosive, but right. uh, I have no confirmation of that. But you know, so so, so the pl- <laughs> the plan to get inside the base is we're going to hijack one of these trucks and we're just going to drive it into the base and we're going to pretend to be stormtroopers. Um, well, I love the, the setup to this because they're all like, "Well, I can't do it because I'm uh, if I go in there, I'll be uh, they'll know my face." And if I right, go in Boba there, Fett's, Boba Fett's great line. Yeah, 
I I can't go in with you because they might recognize my face. And, and for Clone Wars fans, that was like a stand up and cheer moment because not even Clone Wars. Obviously, obviously, clones, man. Like he was all over that film. Tamora Morrison's face yeah. is the face of all of the clones. So if you're in the Empire, you've probably seen Tamora Morrison's face yes. so many thousands of times that when you see it, you're going to be like, what the heck? <laughs> um, and um, But Mando doesn't know that, right? Mm-hmm. And Fennec Shan doesn't know that. That's a joke just between Boba Fett and the audience, and it's a, it's a cool little moment. No, I think I Fennec Shan would know that. You know why? Maybe. Oh, because she was an Imperial Starship. Yeah, and also she's in the Bad Batch. <clears throat> oh. Right? Okay. So, yeah. <clears throat> cool. Anyway, it's mm-hmm. still kind of an inside joke for fans, and it's a great it's a great little moment in the mm-hmm. episode, I thought. But yeah, um, so of course the Mandalorian's like, I'll do it. Right. So the so it ends up that the Mandalorian has to end up infiltrating the base with Bill Burr because they don't trust Bill Burr to go alone. They think he might just defect and, and go back to the Empire on mm-hmm. them. Um, okay, so that's fine. But now we have, in order to do this, the Mandalorian is going to do something exceptional. He's going to take off his armor. Mm -hmm. He's going to take off his helmet and he's going to put on stormtrooper armor and a stormtrooper helmet. And at at this moment, I was like, what the fuck are you doing with this writing choice right now? I was like, this is awesome because this is Uh, showing, this is showing that he would go to any extreme to get back the child. That's that's Kev, what I that's what I got Kev, from this. I know that was the intention. Mm-hmm. I know that's what I was supposed to get from it. Yeah. And that would be fine if I hadn't seen the finale of season one, where the man was ready to die rather mm-hmm. than take off his helmet. Right. In front of a droid, even. But Not he, even another human being, a droid. He, he was ready to die. He wasn't a father. Instead then. of doing that. He wasn't a father. Now he's but a father. It hasn't been that long. It's not earned. I'm sorry. I like, feel like it was. I have disagree. And they didn't. They didn't play it out in the episode at all. It was like there was. But there was did. hardly any. They didn't earn it. They didn't but earn they it. Did. I think it no. was earned. I think it was earned because no, the whole. You don't whole, go. You don't go from being like a no, member of ISIS. Skip, being like, if we skip forward to the last, the last few lines of this show, it was earned, as far as I'm concerned. I, I have a problem with the last few lines of this show. I don't at all. So. <laughs> I, in fact, as this episode progresses, I have more and more of a problem with this. Right. Because you're asking me to pretend season one didn't happen. But it did you're happen. To, you're asking me to pretend that he didn't kneel in front of the armorer yeah. and, and, and swear that he had never removed his mask in front of another leaving thing. Because if he ever puts it back on, we found out in episode four, if he ever takes it off in front of another living thing, he can never put it back on again. And then they kept reinforcing this, it throughout season one, Kevin. They is, kept reinforcing it. This is season over one. Over and over. And in yes, season two, Kevin, he earned. meets he meets other Mandalorians. It is earned. So I disagree with everything that enough. you're saying right it's now. It's not enough. There was everything two that moments. you're saying, I completely disagree. Because the moment that he learned about his background and Bo Katan, that that basically that first season and that that knowledge turned into new knowledge. And going One forward, mention. I'm huh. It's not enough, man. I, he lived I'm sorry, his entire I disagree. life. But anyways, he lived his let's, entire let's, life. Let's, let's 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 continue with the episode <laughs> instead of arcing uh, Kevin, on, I, on I one day. I can't let this go. I can't let this go. <laughs> I can't. You, you must because Kevin, Kevin, remember when we were debating in season one? Like, like why would he? Like, why would they do this with this character? Why right. would they make it so he would rather die yeah. than take off his damn helmet? Yeah. And if you're going to do that, then Kevin, remember I said after the after the Bo-Katan episode, I said, this is going to lead up to something later on where, where it's he like has to remove his he's got to. He's got to decide, and Bo-Katan is going to like convince him finally that to walk away from it. But they didn't do any of that, Kev. They didn't. All they did, there, there was, all they setup, did was have him. All they did was have him meet Bo-Katan. That's right. And see, oh, other Mandalorians take off their helmets, and then all of a sudden, his entire lifetime of of life or death devotion to this creed. There is no other way. There was only one way. Like you, you didn't. St- Look, what I loved about this show was that it was long form storytelling. Yeah. That you don't you don't jump. 
You don't make massive leaps in character development like this. Okay. You have to show it happening. You have to – okay, Bo-Katan put the thought into his head. Okay, maybe you can live as a Mandalorian. The seed, the seed was planted. The maybe. seed was planted, yes. <laughs> but then you Bless put him in this, in this situation, yeah. and it's like – Okay, maybe there's another way to find out where Moff Gideon is. Like, is it necessary to break his lifetime? I would rather die than do this, and just suddenly go, "Oh fuck it, whip the helmet off." Like, it was it was not earned. I'm sorry, it okay. was not long form storytelling. Right. It was it was like I it, said, it was, like it, all you had in this opinion, episode. But I I disagree. You, I feel you, like they it was gave earned. Bill Burr they gave Bill Burr one line. Mm-hmm. Before he did it, where he said, every man has his creed that he follows, but every man has something that he cares about so much that he's willing to throw it all away. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, I was like, oh, fuck, they're going to do it. They're going to actually make him take his helmet off. This guy has never shown his face in front of adult, in front of people since he was like 10 years old. Right. And, that, and now in this scene where... Okay, Bill Burr doesn't want to go to the computer terminal because he's an Imperial officer who knew who knew him. So he says, no, we got to, we got to, we got to, we got to abort the whole mission. Forget this. We got to leave. And Mando thinks this is the only chance we have to find Moff Gideon. So rather than abort the whole mission, I'm going to walk up to the terminal, which has a face recognition. So I got to take my mask off. And so he just whips his mask off in the middle of a room full of people. So and there's like, four, just, there's like four dudes looking at his face. Just to get as this, soon as he takes his mask off. Just to get, just to clear this up. So you would have been more fine with that moment if he walked away and said, no, let's leave. Let's leave and let's not find out where Moff Gideon is? Yeah, no. You would have been fine I, with no, that. No, I would have no, I would have preferred another way to find out with Moff Gideon without without blowing the load on removing the mask. Right. Like a, the removing the mask was set up to be such a huge thing on this show. Yeah. That to throw it in an episode like this, which is just leading up to the finale, it's yeah. leading up to the real big moments of this season, it should have been used as one of the crowning massive moments of this season. And it was tossed into this episode, and it, 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 it was treated like it's not the most important thing in this episode. And no, it, I kinda, okay, I, I'm, I'm going to go off, not, not off topic, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to okay. use another comparison. Your argument right now is basically the same argument I had for The Force Awakens. To this day, I still wish that Kylo Ren never removed his helmet until he faced his father. And I feel like he would have had more of an impact showing his face to his father than he would have to, um, what's her name? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, fuck, what's her name again? Ray. Ray, thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, <laughs> this is the way that. Yeah, she is. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Jin. That was that's the funny thing because I was thinking Jin Erso, <laughs> but I'm like, no, it's not right. But yeah, so to me, like uh, the same argument that you're that you're like arguing right right now just reminds me exactly what I said about the Force Awakens, where I feel like it would have been more impactful if he waited until he faced his father on that bridge and showed his face for the first time. Yep, so, sure, I agree with yeah. that. No, no I to- I totally but get it. I the, get what the, you're the saying. The problem with that. The problem with that was was that um, uh, Kylo Ren, um, sorry, the actor, uh, man, we're both doing uh, this. Adam Driver. <laughs> Adam Driver was hired for his face, right? Yeah. Like uh, his his face was what was going to attract girls to this to this movie. So Granted. they had to show it. They had to show it. Yeah, but um, I'm saying I, I even uh, in the I agree though. I agree. Term yeah. that you're talking about, I feel like a little yeah. bit more impactful. Anyway. We've got to wrap up because I've got to start working ten minutes. Um, yeah, okay. So let's let's finish this, this episode <laughs> off. Basically, right. basically what happens is yes, the Mandalorian removes his mask so that he can get the information, find out where Moff Gideon is, and he does. But then we have this great scene with this Imperial officer, um, whose name I don't have in front of me because I can't find the IMDb DB page for this episode. Uh, um, I'm not sure what his name was in in the thing. I have it right here in front of me. Uh, comms officer, maybe? No. I don't know his name. <laughs> oh, Richard Blake. It was Valen Hess, right? Anyway, Valen Hess, yes. yes and Valen the Hess. actor, the actor we know, uh, very familiar face because he was the Night King in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Uh, very villainous, very evil dude. And this character is a very, very villainous, very evil character. And we get a great scene with uh, Bill Burr, 
and um, sorry, the Mandalorian <laughs> with his helmet off, and uh, and Valen Hess uh, sitting there talking about the Empire and the evil shit that they did, yeah. and um, and you see Bill Burr and, and his conscience coming into play here, and um, and you get that face acting from uh, the Mandalorian, from, uh, um, Pedro Pascal. From Pedro Pascal, finally. Yeah. Um, and he's a great face actor. And you get dialogue w- from his actual mouth. And you see that that voice actually comes from him. Mm-hmm. And um, you finally put that together. And that's all fascinating. What's I still your... think it was I still think it was unearned in a storytelling fashion. What's your so name, it bo- soldier? It bothered me. We call him Brown Eyes. <laughs> right. Um, and he, like, he wasn't, he wasn't screwed up enough about it like a guy who hadn't shown his face since he was 10 years old who was suddenly sitting in a room full of dudes all looking at him would be really freaked out he would be really out, psychologically just 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 Dude, screwed he up he wasn't talking <laughs> i thought yeah. i thought they portrayed he, that he barely perfectly. said a word because he wanted to get out of there for sure yeah and he and, was but but i don't know out. man it didn't it didn't have that part of the scene did not have the impact that I thought it should have had for me. Right. But still, I really like this villain Hess character. This actor is great, mm-hmm. and, uh, and this dialogue reminded me of like what I liked about like the Cobb Vanth episode, where you get like just good actors just delivering pretty good dialogue, um, where you don't you know nobody's in a mask and it's not a fight scene. Uh, mm-hmm. I I I like that when we get some of that on this show. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed that. Anyway, uh, so we get past this scene with the very dangerous uh, Imperial officer. Bill Burr kills Villain Hess, shoots him, and nice. we get, you know, Bill Burr's hero moment, right? Yeah. This is his redemption, right? Um, then they escape, and then when they're escaping, Bill Burr uh, blows up the Rhydonium and blows up the entire Imperial base. Mm-hmm. So for a second time this season, we have our heroes blowing up an Imperial base and escaping the explosion and it's fun and it's cool and um it's a fun cool episode i'm not down on it so much i am Mm. down on the mask removal coming too early i think it was unearned but other than that i think it's a great episode i'm looking forward to the finale we don't have time to cover our finale predictions kevin and honestly i don't know exactly what's going to happen i know that we're going to see moff gideon and the mandalorian have a have a fight uh with dark saber versus beskar spear and i'm sure that's going to be awesome I'm sure we're going to see some other characters come back, like Bo-Katan, maybe Ahsoka, maybe together. Just a couple <laughs> things I just want to uh, uh, cover that that you kind of like skipped over. I get it. We're, right. we're pressed for time. Yep. Uh, as soon as this, uh, as soon as we uh, first meet uh, Boba Fett, he has a new paint job. Um, yes, they repainted his uh, his armor because it was very yes. uh, sh- uh, very. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't want to say shaggy, but it, it was, was very old looking. Yeah, it was very beat yep. up uh, in the last episode. Um, there was another great moment where uh, where they're taking the Rhydonium to the Imperial base, and these uh, pirates are attacking the uh, the sh- the ship. And I thought that was a great scene. Uh, a lot of action, a lot of good fighting. Yep. Um, yep. There was action. one little fun moment where um, uh, the Mandalorian went to block. Uh, one of the guy's spears and he realized that he wasn't wearing his armor and it actually hurt. And he's yeah. just like, it, he was shook by that. And then of course yeah. he retaliated, which I thought was great. Yeah. Nice little yeah. moment. Uh, cool. And yeah. also the uh, end where they're taken off from the ship and we're, they're flying up in slave one and he drops that fucking nuke type uh, bomb thing. Oh yeah, the depth charge that yeah. Slave One has, which we previously saw in Attack of the Clones, yes. which he used on Obi Wan. Yeah, 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 which I thought was another uh, great, very, very cool. Too, yeah, yes. it's a very cool episode. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I'm not down on the episode overall. I was just down on the one storytelling point yeah. about the mask. But um, I really do got to wrap up, brother. So I'm yeah, going to go ahead and give my rating for this episode. This episode for, for me, it's a fun episode. I'm going to give it an 8.5. Right. I definitely recommend it. Looking forward to the finale of Mandalorian. And honestly, I'm looking forward to moving on to other things after that. But um, that's good for me. 8.5. Kev, what about you? Uh, I'm going to give it a 9. I actually really, really like this episode. I thought everything was set up uh, perfectly. Um <clears throat> Uh, nice. A lot of the nice little throwbacks throughout the uh, throughout the episode. I love how they turned uh, Bill Burr's um, uh, his his um, 
his character into a baby face because I yep. totally thought there he was gonna like screw them over, but he ended up being like almost like he was part of the crew. Like, and yep. they of course they let him go at the end, which I thought was nice. And um, yeah, no, I I really dug this episode. Um, I liked it much better than the week prior to it, and hence why I'm giving her a nine. Cool. Yeah. Well, uh, that's that's all I think for tonight. Oh, God! Uh, another great episode of Mando. Season two has been great. There's only been one episode that I have been down on that completely so far, yeah. and um, I'm looking forward to the finale. Like I said, um, but um, look, brother, I got to get going. So uh, I guess that wraps up episode 64 of Twelve Podcast tonight. Janet, that's right. <laughs> got to sneak her in there somehow. Ms. Jackson, that's the end. Um, so. Um, you know what? Thanks for listening. Uh, please uh, like and subscribe. Uh, please comment. Please let us know what you think. Let us know your thoughts about the episode and what's coming on. Do you have predictions for the finale? Let us know. Uh, we're going to have Ben Hart from Star Wars Underworld on our next episode to talk about what happened in the finale, to talk about the future and the state of Star Wars. And uh, we're looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, that's all I have to say, Kev, uh, except uh, just chill. To the next episode. Man! Yeah.